Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Bank of Canada and uh, its commentaries can be confusing to people like me. Um, because numbers are not my forte. So the Bank of Canada announced its interest rates projections and released its updated monetary policy report. And as provinces reopen, how quickly or how slowly, the question is, how will stability return to the national and provincial economies? I don't really know what I just said, so I'm going to turn it over to our good friend, Professor Eric Kam, Professor of macroeconomics at Ryerson University. Professor, what is the Bank of Canada saying when they talk about the interest rate and the updated monetary policy report? What are they telling us? You know, Roy, I think what they're doing is is giving Canadians um, a perspective, which is for about the last 18 months, let's be honest, our economy has been on something of life support. And it continues to be on life support, and the bank is not quiet about it. They're holding their current policy rate for the time being at 0.25%. That's a historical low. Every interest rate in the economy grows off of the 0.25%. It's, it's called the anchor rate. Um, and so that's half of the life support system. And the other half of the life support system is that they call it quantitative easing, which is just a big title that means we print a lot of money. And that's continued at a targeting pace of about $3 billion a week. So when you put interest rates and quantitative easing together, the reality is there's no answer to your question without uncertainty, because what are they going to do when they pull off the life support? But before we answer that question, let's just take a quick look how we're doing on life support. And there's good news and there's bad news. Uh, in bad news, the labor market is still a little bit uh, troublesome. Unemployment rate unchanged. Uh, but the, the big problem is in two sectors. The first is that there is a large drop in part-time work. And among part-time workers, a great number of those people would prefer full-time employment. And what that does, of course, is it underestimates problems in the labor market and creates what's called discouraged job searchers, which right now in their latest numbers, they say there's almost 50,000 people who've either given up job hunting completely or have given up looking to go from part-time to full-time. So I think the labor market um, still has a long way to go. But if you want the good news, the first quarter GDP came in at about 5% and that beat expectations. So confidence and, and demand is quite resilient. And Household spending, as we know, was really stronger than expected. So what do we make then, and you and I talked about uh, this issue several times during the height of the pandemic, and that is what happens to large sectors of the business world. And at the time we were talking about the hotel industry, and we had the president of the association saying there was a possibility 50% of the uh, of the uh, properties would just disappear because there would be no money left to, to operate them. So now we have the Tourism Industry Association of Canada, and we're going to be speaking with the president, CEO of the association tomorrow, Professor, about their situation. They want the border open very quickly because they say without that, their industry is in serious danger. Um, how, many, how many sectors of our business world, or business economy are in danger? Well, the answer really is all. 
except for the very um, obvious ones that are uh, like healthcare and education. I mean, anybody that is pro-cyclical with gross domestic products still has to be nervous. Uh, look no further than inflation. You often heard experts say throughout this that we're not going to have to worry about inflation in the economy. Well, uh, hold the phone because uh, the central bank likes to target inflation at between one and 3%. And right now it's coming in at about 3.5%. Basically on the back that commodity prices have gone up, gas prices have gone up and the Canadian dollar has appreciated. So my long-winded answer to your question is, how do we get the economy off life support? And the way that we have to do it um, to respect these companies, respect these corporations that really are still on the brink is you're going to have to lower the quantitative easing, but I think you're going to have to maintain that stand on interest rates. And as I've said before, I think the government has to bring in some sort of subsidies, um, whether it's a pure subsidy, a transfer or tax breaks to small business, because you've got to give people a chance to come back. So really it's all about how do we get off life support? Okay, in the 30 seconds we have left, it really isn't all so just up to the Bank of Canada what happens to our interest rates in this country. The Bank of Canada is influenced large to a large extent by what happens in the rest of the world, particularly south of the 49th, right? Oh, absolutely. And we tend to follow lockstep with what's going on in the United States. And again, don't look now, but United States inflation is high and United States interest rates are already starting to creep up. So you can see it, Roy. You can see the foreshadowing that's coming. I would just ask the powers that be to remember that if we're going to give businesses a level playing field, we've got to give them some breaks, whether they're direct through things like interest rates or indirect through things like transfers. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.